I've been separating every single month for taxes awesome. based on what I've learned from the book. Yeah. And so, and the money's there. I haven't touched it, right? So, awesome. so it's in a separate bank account. And that's important. In his book, he clearly says, do not like be borrowing from yourself, right? Because right. <laughs> then that you'll mess up the system that way. So I've been very disciplined in that in that sense, even though I've seen the money there. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> but I'm like, I'll just leave it there because that is not my money. That is yeah. for the government. If you're a real estate investor who's sick and tired of living deal to deal, then welcome home. Hear from everyday real estate investors just like you and discover how they've completely transformed their business by taking a profit first approach. This is the Profit First for REI podcast, where we believe revenue is vanity, profit is sanity. It's time to start making profit a habit in your business. So here's your host, David Richter. We have Giselle Eliza on today. And she is someone that started the Profit First system basically from day one in her business. So I want you to hear from someone who's newer to the business space, who has implemented Profit First and give you hope that no matter where you are on your journey, that you can implement this system. Like if you have done zero deals or if you've done a thousand deals, I think this episode will give you hope of like, what did it clarify for her within her first year of business when she had this system right away? So that's what you're going to get from this. She also talks about some of the people that even that she didn't want to turn into. She did not want to see these other, she didn't want to be like the other people that have financial anxiety around when tax time comes. And this has helped alleviate a lot of that. So hopefully this helps you as well too. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, everyone. This is David Richter again with Giselle Eliza, which I'm super excited to talk with her. She was at an event where I spoke and she knew Profit First, which was awesome because some people in the audience, you know, usually have heard about it. But then she said she's implemented it, but she's not in real estate investing, but she has an incredible story around Profit First. So that's why I wanted her on this podcast and why I wanted her here. So Giselle, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I want to give people hope. You know, that's really what we want to do here on this podcast. And that's why I wanted to bring you on to talk about, you know, where did where, did you come from? Where are you now? You know, life before profit first, all that. And we'll get to that. But can you give a brief overview of what you're doing right now? Because I, I really love the service that you're in. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I run a small business here in the Seattle metro area, Seattle, Washington, called Veteran Service Group. And what we do is we work with senior veterans uh, over 65, and we assist them with their VA benefits to get them home care services uh, for free through the VA. And that's uh, when, when I say home care services, that's we do caregiving services like like cleaning, cooking, shower wow. assistance, anything that um, someone elderly may need around the house that's non-medical. So that's what we do. And we love serving that community of veterans. And I mean, I love what I do. And I'm also a caregiver. And then I run the business too. So I get to work a lot like one-on-one with our clients. Oh, very cool. I I love that. And I, it sounds like uh, you love it as well too, and that you're you're doing it all the time. So how did yeah. how do you go about getting into something like that? Just before we start, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, great story. And it's so I was working a regular job. Well, I've been in marketing before. Um, then I got laid off during the pandemic. Then I was working as a nanny, and so like just needed to do things. And then I was like, okay, I want to start a small business, and I don't know what to do 
right? Like I'm like, I like a lot of things. And, and my, my dad at that time, I think this was 2020 around there, he was going through Alzheimer's disease. He was senior. He passed away last year. And so I started learning about the industry of caregiving, uh, elderly needs, everything that comes with that. There's, you know, in there's real estate is in that industry as well. So there's like a huge need in the over 65 community. And so I just started um, learning all about the needs of, of, of that population. And then I'm like, I want to do something in that area. Right. I opened something in that in a small business in that area. And I was on a Facebook group of entrepreneurs, you know, because I would join different groups on Facebook. And this person posted a story that they had started a business servicing senior veterans about three, four years before and that they were helping them through their VA benefits and they were generating good income. And I was like and they were really helping making a difference. I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like something I would want to do. And I just messaged this person out of the blue. He was a stranger back then. I messaged him on Facebook and I'm like, Hey, um, I'm in Seattle. I really love what you're doing. I don't know if there's anything I could do here. Like you, like, I would love to chat with you if you have an, a, a chance. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to be in Seattle in about two weeks. If you want, we can meet up in person. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's how we ended up meeting up and, and, and he shared the business with me. He became my mentor in that business. And I started the, you know, the Seattle market, you could say, for that yeah. business, for Veteran Service Group. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. If you're listening <laughs> to this, there's one point already. Just uh, like if you're passionate about something, reach out and see who you can connect with. And you never know where it's going to go. And then becoming the Seattle you know, the person for this organization, which is incredible. And I love yeah. the, the mission that you're doing. Thank so you. then... How did Profit First, like, how did you get excited about that message? Where did you hear about it? Like, what yeah. What even got that to come up? <laughs> That's a great question. I heard it on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I was listening to a marketing podcast. I forget okay. the name right now. Because I was uh, starting the business. So I started the business about uh, 14 months ago. And I was listening to a marketing podcast, learning, you know, how to market my, my small business locally. And then they had an episode about Profit First. And they had yeah. the, the Mike Kalwitz yeah. um, on the podcast. Okay. So they interviewed him. And I was like, this is like, this is great. Like, I, this is what I need to do, uh, you know, when I open up my bank account, my business bank account, right? So I, I applied it to my business finances. Yeah. And and that's how the idea started. I'm, I bought the book because... I think I read it back to back, you know, like in, in a few days. And then I took the notes and said, okay, I'm going to go open the the bank accounts. And that's what I did. I I just didn't doubt the system at all. I took the steps and yeah. Okay. And did it. (laughs) How, so how far along were you in that journey of being a business owner? Was, did you say you were right at the beginning or was this like, how long were you? Right at the beginning. So I had just, uh, I believe I had just gotten my LLC. I had, I, I had either just opened my business account, you know, with the yeah. EIN number. And then I was like, okay, I should start this now because it's, it's like starting now. Right? right. So I'm like, I'll just apply it to the beginning, right? Like whatever money starts coming in from the business, I, I'm going to implement this. It took a few months for me to get paid. So, so the good thing is I had time to go to the bank, open the accounts, ex, you know, really understand the, the system, how it yeah. worked. 
in 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 you know open up all the bank accounts and figure out my uh, percentages based on you know what contractors I hired or yeah. didn't hire. And that's how, how it was. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> Starting from day one, you know, it sounds like with you know, with a great system. So before we go into that, though, what did you do before this business and before, you know, like all that? Like, yeah. did you, were you working somewhere or what? Yeah. So I was, I've always been in marketing, but not online. I would, I used to do like event marketing. Okay. So yep. we used to do big events. I would like manage the events or run the events or be in the events here in Seattle. This is all before the pandemic. So there was a lot going on, fairs, summer festivals, concerts, stuff like that. Yeah. And then after, during the I was working with for a brewery in their marketing, um, in their marketing event system. Yeah. And right, right. Well, when the pandemic happened, we, like we all got laid off, I think right around there. Okay. And I was like, oh, OK. So at that point, I just needed to do something fast for money, you know, and I yeah. was like, OK, I'm I know how to take care of children, even though I don't have children. Yeah. <laughs> and I because I've been a nanny before and I was like, OK, let me just I was able to get a, a, a nanny job, you know, yeah. and just started right away, like within the next week. And I was um, doing that throughout the pandemic. And then after when things, so I started this about a year, like towards the end of 2021, okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like September, October around there. So it's been about a year that you've done this. So how, yes. when you first started the business and then it t sounds like it took a few months to get paid, how did it feel yeah. to have a system like this going into it? Like on the financial side, had you ever yeah. heard of anything like this no. before for business? No, I had heard, well, I had heard of the envelope system, you know, okay, like the old yep. school, right? Mm -hmm. Like the grandmas put money here yep. and there. And I had read a book about that system, but I hadn't implemented that system. And so then it had been years ago, I had like read something about it. And then this system caught my attention because it was for business. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want to make sure my business stuff is correct. I don't want to owe in taxes, right? I'm afraid of that. So I was right. like, okay, I need to avoid a lot of these problems that my small business friends I've seen, like owe taxes. They're freaking out at the end of the year. They owe 40K and then they don't know where, where it's coming from. So that was scary to me. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be in that situation. And it seemed like this system would assist with that, right? Yeah. Being prepared to pay taxes and your contractors and all that stuff. So it sounds like your background was in marketing and some of that, other, you know, like you've worked with kids before, you know, you were in. Yeah. Do you have any background in finance and accounting? No. Okay, good. Because mm -hmm. because because <laughs> then now my questions will get a little bit better because not having that background you know how did that help you when you first started because now you had that system you were learning you know you wanted to avoid some of those pitfalls from other people did it give you a little bit more confidence going into the business then without that background it did it did and when I hired my uh, CPA yeah. I have an accountant so that was another smart move I. I I heard from, I, they said, hire an accountant, even if you're a new business, right? Like yeah. hire someone that can back you up in that area of your business because I'm not an accountant, right? right. So I'm like, I, that seemed very overwhelming. So I made sure that he knew what I was doing. 
I asked him, are you familiar with Profit First? Do you know about Profit First? He's like, yes, I've read the book about Profit First. Nice. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't follow all the steps, but he, he understood the idea and he sure. understood my, all my bank accounts, right? Yeah. Which can be frustrating for an accountant. Yeah. So he was on board with that. I said, that's, this is what I'm doing. And I need you to support in that system, like work in that system, manage all those bank accounts. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So you set up the accounts. So you listen to the book. You set up the accounts, then you got you hired a good CPA, it sounds like, that's going to help you. So then how has that been over the last year, managing the cash as it comes into the business? How is the, yeah, the it's been? been interesting. So I, I have a, so I have a small business, and I get paid by the government, right? So we only get paid once a month. Okay. So my account, the way I, and I know the Profit First, they recommend it, you know, on the 10th and the 25th, I believe, yeah. to do your um, allocations. And I, for me, I chose to do it once a month. It yeah. was a bit easier for me because I do run a small business and I only get paid once a month. Right. So, but again, you can, you can adjust it to your business, right? Depending yeah, exactly. how much cash flow you're getting in. And so I was able to do that. I, I love the idea of having separate bank accounts and, mm, and doing yeah. the percentages Yeah. because I feel like in the past for personal finances, I would do like, oh, you know, $300 goes here. $500 goes here, but percentages is so much, um, I don't know, like more freeing because you're not choosing a number. Yeah. You're just like, this is a percentage I have allotted and that's what I have to work with. And I can't go over that. So right. then you become a better manager of the finances coming in and kind of working within, within what you're allotted. Right. Yeah. And, and then you're, it makes you more disciplined as well, because then you have to put away that money for tax, right? And yeah. you can't touch that. You put away the money for, for profit. And so I forgot what your question was, but, but, but I, um, you're going into a lot okay. of good stuff because I just, I did wonder too, like what has the system given you? And it sounds like that clarity around where the money is, you're separating yes. it down to the good places, you know, and to making sure it sounds like the tax account was pretty important to you because you had heard tax stories in the past. So oh yeah. How, how do you feel going into 2023, going to be able to do 2022's finances? In the oh tax? yeah. Do you feel prepared? Yes. 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 Because I have, I've been separating every single month for taxes awesome. based on what I've learned from the book. Yeah. And so, and the money's there. I haven't touched it, right? So, awesome. so it's in a separate bank account. And that's important. You can't, uh, in his book, he clearly says, do not like be borrowing from yourself, right? Because right. <laughs> then that you'll mess up the system that way. So I've been very disciplined in that, in that sense, even though I've seen the money there, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> but I'm like, I'll just leave it there. Cause that is not my money that it is yeah. for the government. Right. And it right. is separated and allocated and I don't have to get, I don't get confused by seeing everything in one account and feeling like I have a lot of money, right? right. It's separated. Um, that's it's, That's been a, a big difference. Um, the other place I would say is I have an account for the expenses, right? Yeah. And so I do pay people. I have a couple contract. I have one contractor, one VA, and I have an agency that I hire out. Okay. So I've been... The book explains it. There's a couple of different ways you can do it. I I pay them out of the expenses bank accounts, right? So that I know what I can work with. And, yeah. and, and I can know that once the business starts making more, 
then that'll be a bigger amount and then I could hire more people. But while that's not happening yet, I know that I, I can work with these three contractors. Yeah. And that's where I'm at, right? Based on my expenses bank account. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I think you said some key words there, like discipline. You've had the discipline to not touch the money. Because if you're a real estate investor listening to this and you have multiple entities, I'm sure you've never played the entity shuffle game of covering one <laughs> entity because the cash flow is not there. So I really like that. You know, and then you also about, you know, love the separate accounts and the percentages, giving you that clarity. Like, And I, this is so fascinating because you jumped into this from having other jobs, but then jumped into the business ownership and then was like, hey, I'm going to start this from day one. So I, I love mm-hmm. it because it sounds like it's giving you confidence to be able to put the money where it should go. How about maybe, I don't know about this one, but for mm-hmm. sales and like to continue growing the business, has it given you confidence to go out there to be able to say, hey, I have this money to grow? Like you said, three contractors yeah. now might be able to hire more as we grow this. But how's that been on the sales side? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been anything that I need to invest into marketing. Yeah, I got grab it from that expenses account, yes. right? So, so although like I'm not, I don't quite remember that in the book. If you have to spend everything that's in the account, but for I always leave like there's a percentage that I put in the expenses account, and then there's always after I pay the contractors, there's always some money there. Yeah, and I'm able to use it for you know when. I get a lot of business from referral partners. Okay. I'm able to buy, you know, little gifts here and there for people. I buy gifts from my clients. A lot of my veterans are low income. So sometimes yeah. they need like a toaster oven, right? Which for me is a business expense. And so like I'm able to have that um, leftover money that is for marketing, right? Which yeah. is, you know, it's can be at least a couple hundred dollars if not a little bit more every month that i can be like okay well where can i market can i buy some you know gifts for this group of people if i'm doing a business presentation do i need flyers do i need you know a tablecloth or whatever i need i i get it from that uh, business expense bank account so i don't have to worry where the money's coming from yeah that's been the biggest and i know what i can work with sometimes i'm like oh I wish I had a little bit more, but, but again, I'm working off a percentage, right? So right. I know that as the business keeps growing, that will keep growing. And then it'll, I guess it's part of the scaling, right? Yeah, like exactly. you go based on that. Mm-hmm. At least you'll still have profit mm-hmm. while you're scaling and yes. carving all that out in the taxes. But what mm-hmm. I, if you're in real estate and if you're thinking about jumping into real estate, you're listening to this podcast. Giselle's a good example of if you are starting out with your business, this is your first rodeo, then like start it from a square one with the right systems and be very clear. I love what she said. She said, I, I set up the accounts and I hired a CPA and made sure that they knew profit first. It's like, those are some two simple steps you could do right away to give yourself clarity with your money. And then what she did was genius, just getting someone who knows on her team, like, Hey, well, I know it's profit first. Are you going to be on board with this? Good. Well, then we can work together. So <laughs> that's a, some smart thing. So if you're wondering, like, does this work for people just getting into business or just getting into real estate? We have a person right here who's basically telling you, this is giving me confidence, clarity. This is this is to help you. So that's what that's honestly. And Giselle even asked before the podcast, like, I'm going to give you behind the scenes here. She asked, mm-hmm. am I a good fit? Because like right now I'm not in real estate. I'm like, it's like a version, but it's, you know, I started a new business and profit versus health. I said, that's it. 
I want you to come on because you're you are giving hope to people no matter where they are because we have people come on 10 years in business and they mm-hmm. started or like you day one they started it right then so this has been good stuff so i guess as you've seen the business grow this past year and as you've been able to you know work in it what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned in this first year of business Mm. within profit first like finances yeah you can i would definitely love those answers but you can i'm going to open it up like any of the biggest lessons you've learned yeah wow a lot of lessons um (laughs) as a small business owner wow um i have learned that the biggest thing is communication Mm. that's what i have learned and i am huge into personal development and, and part of my expense account pays for courses, books, nice. seminars, yeah. things like that, right? Because all of that is an expense. So you yeah. can put in your taxes. And so I'm adamant, like I, I do, you know, weekly seminars. And I'm, I'm actually in a one-year program right now all about communication. Yeah. And so I've noticed that anytime there's a breakdown in business, like a client's upset at me, maybe I forgot something, right? Like. Sure. I'm a human being. I make mistakes. And so, uh, you know, in, in, in the past before business, I would like me, if I was a job or something, maybe I would like stop talking to the person or not call the person back or be afraid, you know, but with business, you have to be that leader. I have learned, like you have to take responsibility and face the situation, even if you don't like it and you feel uncomfortable. And so I've had to make those hard phone calls with even with clients or cold calling, I've done cold calling. And so those hard phone calls where I had to be like, I am so sorry. And I apologize for, for not doing this thing that I promised. And now I promise I will do this from now on. And this is how our communication will look like from now on. And I've been able to have those conversations with my clients, referral partners, via phone call, email in person. And it's, it's, um, that's the biggest thing. It, Anything can be resolved in communication. That's yeah. the biggest lesson I've learned. And, and and it saves a lot of stress when you get it out and you say it and you communicate. You you feel lighter after right. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. That is a very good lesson for any business owner because once communication goes dark, you can't get back into dialogue to really fix this. So, you know, fix the problem, whatever it might be. Uh, so yeah, no, that's that's great advice. What yeah. about so? Let's ask advice on someone looking to start profit first. What's some advice that you would want to? Yeah, give well, I'd say read read the book, right? And you have the book. You wrote the book on the version of real estate, right? So I'd yes, say ma'am. read both books. <laughs> read both books. Um, and I, I once I'm in real estate, I'm going to read your book. So, um, but yeah, I'd say read read the books. Take notes if you need to, right? Because you are learning inf- new information. Yeah. So take notes if you need to. And sometimes it takes a, a few times of reading, rereading to really understand, like, what's the purpose of this. And then I'd say the next step is, like, don't has, don't delay opening up the bank accounts. Yeah, I'd say that. And, and if you need to go to a whole different bank and feel like you're starting from scratch, that's fine. Or, or easier, just stay with your own bank, actually, and, and open up the accounts there. And no one's going to look at you weird. Like, I was concerned at first. I'm like, are they going to ask me why am I opening so many accounts and yeah. this and that? And I want to name them this way. <laughs> no, they don't care. They right. The agents were so nice, and they did what I asked them to do. They awesome. had no 
question. So I'd say that and then and then hire a professional accountant, CPA, that is familiar with profit first. That's that's what it, that way when you share with them your bank accounts, they're not wondering why you have so many bank accounts and they're not right. questioning yeah. right and they're not trying to change your mind. They understand why you're doing it, right? Whether they yeah. agree with everything or not, but they understand and they can support you in that system. Awesome. That's that's really good stuff. This whole podcast has been great. Hopefully, if you're listening now, it's giving you hope for wherever you are, deal 1000 or deal zero, and you're doing your first deal, that this system just gives clarity and confidence no matter where you are on your journey. So that way you know, hey, maybe we need to increase the profit, increase the expenses. Like, where are we right now in order and for our business to thrive? So this has been awesome. So Giselle, I usually ask, since you provided a lot of value here, how can they provide value to you? Like, what do you need right now? Or would you like just connections on Facebook or Instagram? Or like, yeah. you, you know, how would you want to, what would great, for you? Great question. So the interesting thing is um, I'm not in social, on social media right now. Yeah. And um, I'm, I can, I will give my email out. And then we have a main website. It's called veteranservicegroup.com. Yeah. And then, if you contact there, you you can ask to connect with Giselle, yeah. and because you know there's different agents all over the U.S., but you can connect with me like that. Or my email is my name G I S E L L E L O A Y Z A the number one at gmail dot com, and that would be the best way to connect with there me. There you go. So there's her email, and then if you go on the website as well too, you can request her. But that was good stuff. Thank you so much for being here. I did want to say, if you're listening to this now as a real estate investor, and you want to get on the right foot with your finances right now and give every dollar a name like the envelope system, like Giselle was saying, then head over to simplecfo.com. See if we can help you with a fractional CFO. Get this up and running. We obviously run on profit first and definitely know why you have a bunch of accounts if you already have them open up. So we would love to make sure you have the peace of mind that Giselle does even in the first year of business. So no matter where you are, we'd love to help you. Go to, you know, if you want to connect with Giselle, she gave her email address as well. Remember, make profit a habit in your business. And Giselle, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. This episode of the Profit First for REI podcast is over, but there are plenty more where that came from. Are you ready to learn how David and his team can help implement the Profit First system in your business? Schedule a discovery call at simplecfo.com right now. We'll see you next time on the Profit First for REI podcast with David Richter.